0: Tov. Today's daf is Daf Ayin Aleph. In Yovamas. Yesterday we got down to Omar Mar. About 8-10 uh, lines down the page. I'm Omar, Mar. Omar, ain't a tzarach. says, I don't need a Shava to teach me that an oral may not eat truma. Harei Omar, the says, ish ish, the Rabbis says oral. The Pasuk when it talks about a person who's the tzarua, or a Sarua a or Azov. He can't eat truma. It says, ish, ish. What's that double lasher for? That includes an oral Name of the rabbis is you know it includes an oro. not eat truma. Maybe a person who is sitting, uh, who is before sitting shiva, he's an one. And a person who's, uh, uh, somebody died in his family that day, maybe he's the one who can't eat truma. We know that's not the case, but maybe, maybe that's what the post is for. the says, v'chol Zor. A non Kohen Shinadi Truma. Zarus is a That Zar is a miyut. In other words, we have a Reboy of Ish Ish and we have a Miyut of Kol Zarus. So only a Zar may not eat, but an Onain may eat. Zayma so Veloreus. How do you know? Maybe that includes that an Oro may not eat. Maybe that an Oro is not excluded. Kol Zarus zar is is what's included in the Isser. Veloaninus, but an Onain is not Osser, maybe it means that an Aurel is not Osser in Truma. So we have a of Ishish, Mara Isha. How do you know to include Aurelis and to exclude Aninus from the Isser of eating Truma? Mestav have how do Should include Aurelis? She we have this uh, abbreviation of Masam, krusim Bedavar, HaEved, meaning is Mechusser Masa, something is missing, you need to do a Masa to fix yourself in case of an Aurel, a person needs Mila. Umais Begufo, something on his body, so it seems more serious. Anush Kareh, so the punishment of course if you don't do Mila, Yeshul Fe'ed, he would apply before Matan Sinai, Matan Torah. And then also we see that the uh, not performing mila on a person's uh, family, male members, or his uh, servants' male members, prevents them from eating Pesach. So you see that mila has all these Chumras. So probably the isra would apply to Aurel. Uh, where, where a person uh, has no mila. Well, Our should include aninus in the iser, meaning the Onin, can't eat truma. because it could apply any time. Um, Arel is only once. You know, once you have mila, that's it. But a person could always become an onen, so that seems more chromatic. Menoges manash menashim applies to men and women. Obviously, Aurel applies to men. Atzma, you can't fix it. Uh, and Aurel, you can fix. Just go get a mila. But this you can't fix. Hanach the it's five to three. Then as the we will we'll apply the Isr to arul and not to oni because that has more chumras there. We had a similar similar discussion yesterday. without these extra, uh, the fact that this is five and that's three, also you can't say that the exclude that the uh, Isra applies to Onin and not to arul. The past says ish ish every man. person could uh, anybody could be an oni a man or a woman. We said ish ish. We're talking about it. It applies to man. What's that? An oral. Yesterday we had Rabbi Lezer. The whole discussion yesterday was about the xerushava, suffered by pesach toshavasuffer by truma, and we learn out uh, that just like by pesach an oral can't eat, and therefore by truma also an oral can't eat. Rabbi Kiva uses it. From, learns out that an oral can't eat truma from the possibility of ish ish. So what does he do with xerushava toshavasacher? I'll tell you what it includes. It includes that Tosh sacher refers to a Goy who is circumcised, even though he's circumcised, uh, so even though the Pasuk says, right? mean, know if he's not circumcised, he command it. But here, let's say of Goyim, certain Goyim, certain Arabs and Gavonim, their Minak is to do a brismila. So Arol wouldn't exclude them. So therefore, Tosh sacher that excludes them from eating um, that ex- ex- excludes them from uh, from eating the carbon pesach. Um, that that's what uh, Toshe Pesach uh, refers to. They have to be Jewish. They have to be Jewish now, uh, or, or or slaves of a Jewish person, like an Evi Um right? They shouldn't eat the carbon pesach, right? Now, um, so that's what the that's what the uh, refers to. Because as we said. Um, Toshav etzacher by uh, uh, by carbon pesach, what can that refer to? Uh, by truma we understand that it was necessary. zachar was to if it's every 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 has to eat So he said maybe it refers to. So he said yesterday according to Rabbi Lazar he used the whole thing for Shava. It doesn't make any sense. Although the pashim Shad is we're speaking about a goy of some sort. So here that's what the Rabbi Kiva says. Yeah, speaking about Rabbi Kiva will say that the toshav is speaking about a goy who has a mila. So he's not executed tomorrow. so the Gemara even though he is circumcised, he's still considered an arel. arel. The word arelim, uncircumcised, refers to the general non-Jewish population. The Gentile population is called arelim. And uh, even a Jew who is not, has no bris for some reason because he's from a hemophiliac family, still he's considered to be a a mahul. He's considered to be circumcised because he's a family of circumcised. It doesn't mean literally he is circumcised. But in general, when we speak about uh, people who are circumcised refer to, Jew- we mean Jews, and people who are uncircumcised refer to Goyim. So therefore, I don't need a Pesach, why don't we need a Pesach, to exclude them? We learn konim. if a person makes a nether, he says, I'm not going to give any pleasure to Aurelim. He's allowed to have a Noah or give a Noah to an Oral Yisrael who just didn't have a circumcision because when he said Aurelim, he meant Goyim. He can't give pleasure, even, or have pleasure from Goyim who are circumcised because when he used the word areayim, areayim generally means goyim. Similarly, from goyim uh, from uh, from the circumcised people. He means Jews. He's allowed to have anov from because he meant Jews. he can't have even though he said circumcised people. He meant Jews. He wasn't he wasn't specifically talking about whether they had a bris or not. So therefore. The exclusion of a uh, uh, of, uh, Ravi Moho or a Gimoni Moho should be excluded from a Reilim That's why he can't eat a carbon pestle, because he's an Orel. Even though technically this guy might have a circumcision, that still doesn't, doesn't take away from his definition as an Orel. So, what does Toshima Zacher include according to Bakiva? A Ger who had Mila without Tfilo. That's not, that's incomplete. Again, we learned before step of A of the let's say a child was born with no foreskin. In other words, he was already Gamal. Let's say he didn't have a bris, and you still have to have some sort of a bris or so you can at least prick him and get some blood out of there. So therefore, that's what you mean that a was suck Pardon? That's what we do now. Yeah, yeah, if it gets born that way. So... He has a bris, even though it's uh, basically there's not much to cut, right? But there's still a brist there. So that's what Toshim Asafa means, that if a, if a ger didn't have a, 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 even though he had a Mila, but he didn't have a Tefillah, or a Cotton who still needs Mila, even though he is Gamal, that's what Toshim Asafa refers to. Rablozo Tomei, Rablozo, what about Rablozo? How will he know those things? He doesn't need those things. Rablozo, of course, his reasons. He says, to Umar, If a ger had Mila without Tefillah, he's still a Gair. So therefore, he could eat the carbon. He could eat the carbon pesach. Except for ain't Rest you don't have to take a bris according to Rebbetz. Rebbetz says if a child's born circumcised already, you don't have to do a bris on him. So in a family, he says that that kid could eat, could eat the, um, uh, could eat carbon pesach without anything further. and Therefore, he doesn't need a drasha for that. For Rebbetz, high ish What does Rebbetz do to Rebbekiva's pasley? said, how do we know that everybody agrees that an oral may not eat truma? Rabbi Lezra learned that out yesterday from the Shavah. Rabbi Kiva learned that out today from Ish Ish, right? My overlay, or you mentioned it yesterday also, my overlay, what does he do with, um, uh, yeah, Rabbi Kiva said yesterday, Ish Ish, my overlay, what does Rabbi do with the pusik of Ish Ish, my overlay? He says, Deber Tarkal Hashem, the pusik speaks that way sometimes, it just means to say every man, Ish Ish means every man, the word Ish isn't extra. Baruch HaMah Here the early going can ask a question which is not really answered, properly in the Gemara. The Gemara learns out in the Pesach, it says in the Pesach in Tanakh, that um, uh, that uh, like water that comes into the person and the oil into his bones. The says that, um, right, and so the Gemara learns out that the that, sicha Kishtiya that anointing is like drinking. You Pesach says, about HaKamayim B'kiru K'Shem HaB'at So anointing is like drinking. So if an oral may not eat truma, let's say you have uh, truma oil, and an oral may not eat that. Can you anoint, can you uh, uh, smear uh, truma oil on a child who is not yet gemal? Why isn't he yet gemal? Well, one reason could be he's not eight days old yet. So he's he's an oral. So he asked this question. Um, can you put? That's usually when they wanted to anoint a kid. You know, smear him with some oil because he was just newborn. He needs, him for his health reasons, uh, they would smear with oil. Can you use uh, shemen of truma on that type of a child? Or not? Is a rail Because it's not time yet for him to have a bris. A bris that you do on a child who's less than eight days old is not a bris. You'd have to do it again. Like you said, a toughest on bris. So maybe that's not considered. Are you allowed to or not? That's his question. Now, you know that we've determined already that everybody agrees that an orel may not eat truma, and therefore you can't put RL, You can't put a, a truma oil on a person all, either who's an orel. What about a child who's not yet uh, of age? Can you put truma oil on that kid? Amar um, Avzayir Tashma by carbon pesach it says two things. It says himolo kol Everybody in your household, the slaves etc., have to have a bris. And then you could bring the carbon pesach. You bring the carbon pesach on dalit right? Era pesach, and then another pasuk says, another pasik says that umalta also circumcise your children, right? Because uh, it says there, the uh, It says, uh, That's rather. Uh, that's what the himal calls meaning everybody in your household. All your children, you know, all your male children have to be uh, gemal, and then you can be marked of the carbon pesach. Another passage says, but if you have avodim, slaves, it says, umaltoso, give him a bris, v'oz yochabo, then he can eat it. So we have two p'sukim, one says, oz yikrav lasoso, when you're talking about your male children, male uh, family members, oz yikrav after it says, himalokoz Another passage says, oz, az so. Then he could eat it. That's the slave. Now the Gemara says like this. So it tells you here that your male children have to be circumcised at the time you do the carbon pesach. You, you slaughter it. And your slaves, when you eat it, because it says, by the slaves, it says, give them a bris, and then you can eat the carbon pesach. By your kids, it says, by your male children, it says, give them a, a, a milah, and then you can you could do the carbon pesach. How do I know that eating and doing the two different things applies to both. In other words, you can't shecht your carbon pesach before everybody is gemal, before your before your uh, ki- children are are circumcised. And then it says you can't your as slaves cannot eat it before 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 they are circumcised. So what does that mean? If you have slaves at the time of you doing the carbon pesach, you're allowed to shecht it because it says it says by the slaves sh- uh, give them a milah and then they can eat it. By your kids it says, give them Mila, then you could do the Shrita. then you could do the shita. So maybe, it sounds like for your kids, you don't you don't you could you could your kids could eat even if they're not Gamal. Let's say kids were born afterwards, right? So we're gonna talk about that. How, how could that be? Or let's say you had slaves at the time of you did the Shrita. Maybe they don't have to be Gamal. they don't have to be Gamal at the time of Mila, right at the time of the eating. So the gemara says that's not the case. That only tells me that your own family members have to be Gamal at the time that you shecht it. And your slaves have to be circumcised at the time that you eat it. Meaning that both uh, slaughtering and eating the carbon Pesach must be done with everybody circumcised no matter who they are. We get a Yerushava. One passage says you could then uh, Shech the when all your male family members are circumcised. Another pasuk says, then all the slaves can eat it. All right, so we have like, shove between the two. So it applies to both that eating and slaughtering for eating and slaughtering, everybody has to be gemal. So what's the case? So, so if you don't an it, it prevents you from eating. Correct. So we say that's yes? correct. That's correct. Correct. And from doing and from and from shechting the carpet pesach, Everybody's what, informed. What did we have earlier about? Evid decides. can decide, Ebed decide whether he wants to be: the or not? No, that, that's when he wants to be freed. But when you when you, when you bring an Evid an yeah. Kanani in, when you acquire him, right. you, one of the rules are is you have to you have to mal him l'shem avdus. Then he has the mitzvahs like a woman, right. uh, and then he could do bal karkuf that you you him. You could do it against his will. And what is the thing? If he wants to be a Jew, if you want to free him and become a Jew, then we had the discussion, can he do it willingly or unwillingly? Now, we had that discussion about. In other words, if you want to free him, then does he need a bris, so to speak, another bris, the uh, shame shame uh, freedom, the shame uh, to be a, a, um, a full Jew. Okay, that, that, that we could choose, now. That we could choose, that we discuss, right. What's the second bris? If he had a bris already, so it could be a toughest on bris. So what's the case here? I can understand how you could have slaves... It's very simple. How can you have a slave at the time you're going to eat the carbon pesach, which is Leila Seder, and you didn't have a slave at the time that you shekhed the carbon? Very simple. You bought the slave at Shkia, right before carbon pesach. Right before, before pesach started, rather. You bought it between the time of the Siyah and the eating. How can you have a child who is roi for uh, bris right? He's around at the time of achilah and he's not there at the time of the asiyah. I mean, you do the asiyah on you know a few hours before on the afternoon, right? At, let's say noontime, You do the carbon pesach, you shecht it, and you're eating it six, seven, eight hours later. How is it possible that the child was not there at the time of the asiyah and he is there at the time of the eating? The answer is he was born then. This was born. You know, erev Pesach in the afternoon. Now, if he's born erev Pesach in the afternoon, he's not ready to do a meal yet. But what do you see? So he's an RL, He's an RL, and yet you see, apparently the pasuk just called if, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't uh, give a brist to everybody in your house, you can't eat your kerem Pesach. Sh'ma It's We that because what's the point of saying that? No, it applies to both. That even if your child, uh, even though the talks about the child, but uh, by asiya. And it talks about the slave when it comes to eating, they both apply. It applies to both. So in other words, if the that the uh, that the child has to be um, uh, that the child should be when he's eating, even though he's not was even though he wasn't gemaled at the time of the Asiyah, and but at the time of uh, eating he's ready there, you have to mall him too. And the reverse goes for the ebb. What are you talking about? How could you have a case? He says you have to apply this. What do you say? If you have a kid, the b says First, first, circumcise all your children, and then you can bring the carbon pesach. The bris says, you know what? You also have to circumcise, and make sure they're circumcised at the time of eating. How could you? How could you have a child at eating and not have a child and not have the same child there at the time of the carbon pesach that you slaughtered it five, six, seven hours before? The answer is he was born in between. But he was born in between. He's not ready to do a meal yet. You don't. You can't do the bris yet. And still, you see that the Bryce is referring to it. It's still considered an aural. Now, this is a strange half minute because it sounds according to this that if you have a child, a male son, who's born Pesach afternoon, you can't eat the carbon Pesach. Because <coughs> since you have an aural in your house, and he's called an aural, because otherwise, what's the point of the, of the Bryce is saying, how do you just apply to this and apply to both, Mashman? A of v'tizbrah. He mola calls a chum rachman avazi. The pasuk says you have to him and then you do it. V'halah bar you can't you can't malim. The gemara seems to ask the obvious question though. Know, it, it is in the habamah the gemara assume. Maybe talking, you, uh, you can't. You can't. You are Pesach if you happen to have a son born that way. Than anybody who had, uh, who had, had a son, the week before uh, uh, exactly Exactly. Can't can't, exactly. That's what it sounds like. love Milu. And here he's saying even more specific. That, that would include that too. But he specifically was born that. I love Armilo uh, how, how can you, you? You don't have a choice. You can't. You can't. it's a, The Pesach says, uh, 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 "Mol all your kids," and you can't mol this kid. So what are you going to do? Here's what happened here. You're right. So, so therefore, <coughs> we wanted to use that as a proof that a kid who's an aro, who's not eight days old yet, maybe maybe it doesn't apply to him. Maybe he's not considered an aro. An aro is only <coughs> once he's roy for mila on the eighth day. Then he's roy. But if he's not roy for mila, so he's not called an aro And therefore, maybe you can give him. Shemen Shel or give him to eat, if he could eat Shemen uh, Shel The Gemara says, no, we're not talking about a case like that. It's not talking about a case like that when he's one. It could be that a case like that is not considered an oral. As you're assuming that that's an oral, because the Pasik says, uh, he's an oral, and how can you have an oral between Asiya and, and, um, and uh, eating and Achila? Oh, it's possible when he was born then, that's an oral? And therefore, he's called an oral. he can't eat it. That's the, how could that even be an oral? He's not capable of being mouthed at that time. How does that fit into the pasuk anyway? You know This Here, the kid was born before. The kid was eight days old. Here, we're speaking about when the kid was born eight days before era of Pesach, right? He got sick. He had a high fever, uh, and the, and what happened? And now you want to mouth him. Erev of Pesach, that's when he's Roy. So at the time you did the carbon, let's say at twelve o'clock noon, you didn't, he wasn't Roy to be milded, He still he was still sick, right? And uh, and now you can mal him before, uh, right before Pesach starts. So that's what it's speaking about. A case like that's that like case. Where, that's why you need to tell me that if you have a child who uh, who wasn't wasn't capable of being mild at the time of the Asiya, but is now at the time you're eating it, you have to mal him. You got to give him seven days. The rule is if a, if a baby has fever and you delay the bris, you delay the bris, if you had a fever, after the fever goes down, you have to then wait seven days. It's not like, oh, the kid's not yellow. The rule is, and that, that's how that today also. And as if kid has a fever, you wait a full seven days afterwards. So the next calls shiva. And as the calls shiva. In other words, it's not speaking about where, um, uh, where, you know, the fever just went away on Ere Pesach, the fever had gone away eight days before. The kid was already a month old or whatever. And he had a fever. And the fever dissipated seven days before. So, Manal so if that's the case. So, and that's your case where he's not Roy really at the time of the slaughtering, but he is Roy really at the time of the eating. Since we have a Manal mitzvah, right? I understand that. So, why is he not Roy really at the. Michael, when do we, when do, we do the shechita? at noon, let's say, right? But if this was the eighth day since he was sick, in other words, he got, he's, he's been, uh, he, he, his fever went down seven days ago, then you should do the bris in the morning. You know, we, we know when a kid is born, kid's born four o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, you could do the bris the following Wednesday, six o'clock in the morning. You don't have to wait for seven, you know, seven full days. Alright, so the other I catch you in the morning? The answer is a He held over here that you do need when the kid is healed, you need a full seven days. I think that's the task in that way also. you need mace lace. It's not like I have a tiny little dog, the a Tom He said, the day that he became healthy, the day that his fever went away is like the day he was born. Doesn't that mean my love, just like Mace Yom Doesn't that mean just just like we just said in case the kids born on Wednesday afternoon. He still has the bris the next morning. You don't need ace. You don't need a full 24 seven, you know, for the for the whole seven days. All you need is uh you know the eighth day, mitzvah culo. And but who seemed to say the young is like Yumvaldo smash, but you could do it in the morning, says low. Are the of russell yum valdo? Young Russell is more homedic yamavaldo. Ideal Yamavaldo, low being a slice, you don't need a slice. Young Russell being slice. All he meant to say is that. The day that he is healed is like the day he was born in the sense that you count seven days from that day on. Just like the day he was born, you count seven days and the bris on the eighth day. The same thing, when he gets healed, you count seven days and the bris is on the eighth day. However, the Yom the Yom is actually more because you have to wait. Eight, and I think, I'm pretty sure that, if you remember cases like that, they pass in that way. In other words, where a kid is sick, baby boy is sick and they can't perform the bris and he's sick because of a fever. Specifically, talking, we're talking about a fever, as we'll see in a minute. Talking about a fever, then once the fever dissipates, you have to wait seven full days. And so that's why the brisk is many times held in the afternoon, because you wait seven days from the time that the brisk went do down. Measure, we had a kiss. How do you measure, just
1: a... Measure, measure what?
0: what? How many measure fever in those days? Oh, the baby was hot. Huh. <laughs> Baby's hot. That's it. Baby. The old medical the baby. old, the old, fashion. Old medical the old fashion. fashion. Baby. <laughs> Baby's hot. Baby's burning up. <laughs> what you, you couldn't tell? <laughs> your mother, your mother, your mother, right right, mother, right right yeah Yeah, huh? against forehead. yeah yeah My right. mother had all kinds of right you know right. Maybe I, uh, I can not today we're so used to thermometers that we we've lost that touch you know we just and nobody knows any you know they uh, nobody even knows that, how to do it, so it anymore really you know, okay you know, know. So if it's really really yeah. hot and it's only a little fever you know you got 101 or something you know you can't always tell right but the, the old methods you work do it, you huh? do it on here and in the back of the there you go, you see? Old, <laughs> yeah. fish. The old fish. Next time i I'll call him. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Anyway, my puppets are the differences. So the point is, our question, though, has gone away. We haven't been able to prove it. You know what I'm saying? The question is, we want to say, is, it, is a baby who's five days old, and he's a boy, is he considered an oral in the sense, yes. is going to a coin? If he's a coin or if a coin family can eat one. So we tried to prove him, there was a weak proof and we came up. But anyway, the question says, but well, how do you have this case anyway? Now we explained that, Brisa. How is it possible that you weren't Roy to have the bris at the time of the slaughtering at 12 o'clock on Erepest? So when you were Roy, seven, eight hours later at night when they're reading him. So one answer is, it's like, yeah, the dis- fever dissipated seven days ago and uh, now. Rapopos is going to go it. Remember, I talked. I said you have to wait seven days only if he had a fever. Let's say the baby just had like a sty or something on his eye or something like that. So that could be the, the And his, uh, the the, the eye sore went away four o'clock in the afternoon on erev pesach. That's a very simple way. That's I His parents were both in jail at the time of that. They needed to do the bris in the morning. They needed, that. That was the It was the kid wasn't sick. We're just on a regular case. That was the. That was the was day of the bris. And they weren't around. They they couldn't do the bris. They, it was a coming over They got out in the afternoon. Very after he did the bris meal. So they had they had they included. The, they sent some money to Kurt. So Kurt included them in their carbon pesach because Kurt knew them even though they were in jail. <laughs> so so they, he took care of it for them. He each he, the, he was they were they were in his uh, habura with the khabura. But uh, the bris they did in the afternoon. of Kanabreid, Rav of Nachman. No, we give all kinds of cases. He's another one. Let's go. Kuntum Very simple. A child was born with undefined genitals and then they either did an operation or tore open or something, and it was determined that he was a boy, heir of Pesach in the afternoon. Well, he was born seven days before, so they had to do a bris. You know, all of a sudden, you know, that's why I have these names that are, kind of today we had the, the, the mishpach, they named the kid Ariel, Noah. You don't know if the kid's a boy or a girl. They got these names that are uh, <laughs> unisex names now, so they gave him a name, and it worked out either way. That's right, you know. Rav Shaviyam, Akagon, Shehotsi, Roshah, Chutzle, Prozor. This very simple. The kid stuck his head out, from the uterus seven days ago. Now that's birth. If the head goes out, that's birth. And uh, but yet he didn't come out fully till now. So so what? You can't do the bris yet, right? You don't even know if it's a boy or girl. Just stuck the head out. Then erev pesach in the afternoon, the baby came out and you could do the bris. And as you could give many instances in which it's possible that at twelve o'clock they couldn't do the bris, and at uh, six o'clock, seven o'clock, uh, they could do the bris. Uh, right? Don't forget, that would be, you know, um, you know, you have to, these cases also have to be where it was Bisman. In other words, in this case, like this, it was exactly seven days later. Uh, the case where the kid was sick and then, if it was delayed, if it was more than seven days, a milah Lobasman is not docha shabbos or yonti, right? So it's got to be a case where, so they'd say they did the bris at, uh, you know right before the candle lighting or something like that. So you, that solves the case for all of them. Certain cases you could do, right? You're, first of all, you only do a bris during the day anyway. Right? But, be, but you could you could say you're talking about you did it erev That takes away that problem. Don't you see, Russia will just the browser Can kind of kid leave like that? If a kid sticks his head out of the uterus. The mother's laying there. Can you imagine? And he's laying there for seven days. He can't live anyway, but there's a different problem. Why? By the time once a child's born, what well, was sealed till now his mouth. In other words, his mouth, why did he drown in there, you know, and get this up? Because that's that's the nace of of, of birth, of of childbirth that that uh, he, the navel was where he got his uh, nutrition from, and that was open, and the uh, mouth was was closed. Right once he's born, well, the mouth is open, and the navel gets closed off. he can't live. It's impossible. It's got You know, it's a, that's one of the miracles of birth that it works that way. So if that's the case, how could that kid can't live anyway? mean, he was if he stuck his head out. That means his head is working, not his navel. So his navel not working anymore. How's he gonna get how is he gonna how is he gonna eat? Can that work? He was nourished by the heat. You know, he, he, the fever nourished him. How that works, I don't know. But physically, somehow the heat it says who whose heat? Who's fever? If that, if it if his own heat, meaning he had fever so you can't do the bris anyway now, he needs seven days, right? He needs seven days after the fever dissipates, as we said, to do the bris. His mother had a fever. Okay, so his mother had a fever, somehow that, that kept him going. In other words, even without uh, nourishment, like milk or something like that, that the, the, the heat of his mother somehow uh, uh, through osmosis went into him, and that uh, that, that kept him surviving. Eibaysema, this whole business about you can't leave his when he doesn't scream. but if he's screaming, he can eat. And I guess I guess it means to say that once if his head stuck out, he's screaming, they could probably put some food in there and he could he could live. Okay. So anyway, these case, these are cases that were, that it's possible to have a case where the child wasn't ready for, he wasn't roy for a brisk meal at the time of the slaughtering, but he was there at the time of the eating of the carbon pestle. Amr Rabbi Mishim another oro Makabel Hazo. Listen to this, an oro can an oro who's uncircumcised, but he's tummy, tummy. Tummy mess, right? Tummy mess, and we'll see the people in the Midbar were all like that. They, uh, the people who were born in the Midbar, the Bar Sinai, not the people left in the time, people who were born in the Midbar, they couldn't perform bris on them, as we'll see. They didn't do a bris on in them in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the midbar for safety reasons. They didn't do a bris. Yet they were tummy because everybody died. All the, their, you know, their parents, grandparents were dead. So they were tummy. Now... This Aurel can you do huzah? When a person's tummy he has to have, in order to be able to eat to cutcham, the bitar, he has to have, he has to, have he has to sprinkle from the to the Meparadum, on the third day and the seventh day. On the third and the seventh days, that's for seven <coughs> four days. So he says an Aurel can get Hazar, even though he's an Aurel now, and then when he gets the bris, and then he could he could uh, let's say go to the mikvah and eat uh, and eat kortsim right away. It says Arul Mekabel Zog. She came to see him. We find that we found that our fathers when they entered uh, entered Eretz Yisrael, they were Mekabel Zog when they were in the yard, and they came out of the yard when they crossed into Israel. But I saw on the tenth day of Nisan. But the Chodesh on the tenth day of the first month. That's the tenth Nissan. But now, but I saw the They hadn't yet been gemal. They hadn't yet been Gamal because because we said because of the path, because of the weakness on the, on the on traveling, they were weak. They didn't yet have a mila these people who were born in the Midbar. So they were this, right right Hazos, Amos of it. Now, they came up on the 10th day of Nisan. When did, when did you do the carbon Pesach? On the 14th day of Nisan, you did then, right? So on the 10th day of Nisan, they had to get a hazah because if they didn't get a hazah effectively, that would be the third day, how could they do it? They couldn't, they, the second hazar would be on the 14th, that would be the seventh day. If they didn't do it on the 10th day, and they waited, let's say, till the 11th day, right, uh, when they might have had a bris already, then there wouldn't be four days, between, it wouldn't be between the 3rd and 7th, you wouldn't have four days between the 11th and the 14th, there's only three days there. So they, they didn't have a meal yet, we know on the 10th day they didn't have a meal yet. So when did they do the Hazor? So they must have been the Hazar uh, then on the 10th day. Says Maybe they didn't do a Pesach. In other words, we know they came out of the, out of the uh, Midbar, they came in Teresh Yisrael, and they, the, they came on the 10th the day, they came up there, they shechded the Karb Pesach, and they ate it on the, fourth, like, the regular time before Karb Pesach. So, but they were Tomei. So it must be that they had the uh, hazah on the 10th day, that was effectively the third day. They might have needed the Hazal for 40 years, or 38 years, or 20 years, or whenever they were born. But you had to have four days separating between the 3rd and the 7th day of the Hazal. So if they counted, if, they, if the Hazal was on the tenth day, fine. Then, on the four, then four days later, which would be the seventh day of, of Hazal, uh, so to speak, which is the fourteenth of Nixon, then they brought the carbon Pesach and they ate it. So that makes sense. Uh, so, but what, what do you see over here? That the Hazal was on the tenth day before they had the bris. So you see that Hazal could even be on an Oral, and then he could have, a, and then he can have a bris, and he could eat. But you don't have to. But it, you might say maybe an Oral can't have Hazal. It doesn't work. It does work. Oral, makab Hazal. We find it by our fathers because because that's how the history, that's how the calendar works out. Did they did they bring the carbon paste? In, in, in the no, not in the midbar. No, no, no. Okay. They brought it here in Eretz Yisrael. Right. right. So he says, <laughs> and, and on the tenth day, they didn't. They didn't have bris yet. Hasai must have done the on that day. Maybe they didn't do a pesach. At all. It says they came into Eretz Israel. They made the pesach. It's called pesach Gilgal. So maskaf marzutra vidil ma Maybe it was pesach, Baba, If most of the tzevers tuma, you could bring a car pesach b'tuma also. Who says that they were tar at all? Maybe they weren't matar. Amalev Rashi Tanya beheya molu b'tovle matar. We have a bris which says that they did the bris, they were tovel and they did the pesach So therefore, that proves it. Amrav Yitzchak Amrav lo nitna lo nitna prias mila lav Now the mila. We know Hashem commanded Avram to do the bris, and he did it on his kids, etc. It was done on all all his descendants ever since, right? But the bris, but the prius meal, the uncovering of the meal, uncovering of the corona, that part of the bris, Avram Avinu didn't do that part. He just did a simple cut. He didn't do the uncovering. In other words, he could have left shreds there and stuff that that covered it up. That covered up the corona. He didn't. He didn't do that. How do you know that? Shem and the says, once we're talking about the bris that they did when they came into Eretz Yisrael, it says, Hashem told Yeshua, who led the people into Eretz Yisrael, make for yourself flint stones. and it says, b'shuv, b'shuv, uh, himo et, uh, right, what's, what's the Pasuk, Michael? It says, ma'o es, uh, es ha'am, or whatever it says, or whatever it says, so, so, so it says over here, So, so what is he saying effectively? He's saying that you see here that Hashem told Yoshua to give them a, an extended bris. The bris that they had till now wasn't good enough. You've got to redo it now. Nobody liked to hear that when, when they call you. you know, if you get a letter in the mail from the, you know, Misrata Piment says, listen, you're being recalled for another bris, you know, that's not good news. But that's what Hashem told them. <speaking> because you, you're being recalled, you get, you, the bris has to be, uh, is not complete. So it's mash, that the one that Avram did wasn't complete because they had to do it again. No, maybe, maybe, or maybe what Hashem told Yeshua was give a bris now to the newborn people, the people who were born in, in the Midbar, who never had a bris yet. How do you know this is a recall? Maybe this is an initial, the initial one, that they had, All the people who left Mitzrayim were circumcised. They were circumcised in Egypt. The ones who were born in the Midbar, they weren't yet circumcised. So what does it mean? again? if it's for the first time, if we're talking about the kids who were born in the Midbar, then it's not shuv; it's not a second time. Shuv is a recall. Again, do it again. At it must be that they, that's just to show you that now they have to do it, now you have to do the uncovering, which was not the bris that Avram did. So my shenis, so if you're saying that shuv has to be in a second time, meaning that there's a recall, so what, is, it says, what does it mean The second time? That's the Shuvah Hekish, between the end of mila and the beginning meal. shenis is like a second time. Shuv is a first time. Shein is a second time. the end of the meal, meaning this priya that you have to do, the uncovering is like the beginning. Matzilas mila, my just like the beginning, it's indispensable. meaning, if you didn't do the mila, you can't eat the carbon pesach. Afsof mila also is ma'akim It's also the tenan eloy natsitsam a mila. These are the shreds which are ma'akim Mean if they didn't, if you didn't uncover those shreds. The meal is not considered. Full, uh, it's not considered complete. If there is uh, flesh around most of the crown. Uh, and a Kohen couldn't could In other words, not only is it not a proper brisk for all Jewish males, but also a kohen can't be He's considered an arrael unless he had the full the full milah. We had this before, robe It doesn't mean the robe mo, that there's has to be uh, flesh around most of the circumference of the atara, but even if there it's most of the height of the Atara in one spot, that's also uh, that's also Ma'akib. What that means, literally, you have to, we have to get a model in here with a, uh, you know, with a sample to show us exactly. I don't really understand what that means. Right. I you know, need somebody to show you on a picture. Like, like I asked last time, uh, uh, Rick said that art school doesn't have a diagram. So we need a diagram here to explain uh, exactly what that is. And a model would know. I don't know what that means. Remember, my, remember my, I tell them, why weren't they circumcised in the... Uh, in the in the in the mid bar. So you buy some shum chodsha because they were weak. They could have died. You know after a brisk meal it's like an operation. And you're on the road, you know. I tell you uh, today, I can tell you from experience that today they do all these uh, all these operations, you know, as outpatients, you know. But they, what the doctors forget to tell you is that the recovery is still the same. You, know, you can go home, but if you think you can come the next day and work, it's not the same. The the recovery is still very difficult. So they tell you, you go home, you go home, you think you go back to work the next day, but when you're on the road and you have a brisk, it's tough. Eibay yeah. seima, fun. Yeah, you're safer. Because they didn't have the north. The northerly wind was a very uh, uh, healthy uh, 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 wind uh, that blew and, and brought health to them. It's like pleasant rashes. It's not too hot, not too cold. And they didn't have that northern wind during their years in the midbar. So therefore, it was also sakani. Either way, we're talking about it was for Sakonis, the stafoshes. They didn't do the bris mila. The time all those forty The northerly wind did not blow. My time, why oh, didn't it blow? One is because that they were under divine displeasure. Hashem was upset with them after the ego. Hashem was very upset with them, so Hashem didn't give them the benefit of the northerly wind. The because if the northerly wind would blow, it could be that the Anani Kavod would disperse, and we didn't want to, We didn't want to lose the Anane Kavod. Even though you might say, "Why did there was the Anani were there miraculously? Why couldn't Hashem have the northerly wind and have it not be dispersed?" The answer is uh, that's how Hashem. That's how Hashem has the physics in the world. today, when we have a cloudy day, or Yom Shusa, or a day when the southerly wind blows, which is a dangerous wind, you shouldn't do a Bris in those days. It's a like, it's a sakana. Below, uh, you don't do a bris below Sabrina, or the Gears of Mom, you, know, you also don't let blood on those days, and those are days that are difficult to do operations. But even the, the Dasha Brahm today, when nobody pays attention to that, they tread on that, and as everybody does a bris anyway. Shemar P'sayim Hashem, we rely on the fact that Hashem watches the babes and uh, things will work out okay. All right, tomorrow regular time. Uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely, the strangest tomorrow we've had in, yeah, in a while. Yeah. yeah, You know what? Tomorrow is is Monday. We have we'll start at five twenty tomorrow. Uh, only because it's a long doff in this short day. 520 tomorrow, Ms. Where, do, we, Where do we have that? In this.